When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Howdy. On this Thursday, the seventh day of September 2023. You know what it is, right? You know what day it is, don't you? I'm sure you heard it somewhere along the way today. It is football season. That's right. NFL kickoff 2023. You got the Lions. You got the Chiefs. Oh, nothing could be better on this Thursday evening. Dan Gross' show, what is going on, everybody? You can tell that I'm all fired up. Hope you are, too, at 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number if you want to be a part of the program. We've got Harvey. We've got Joe, the producers, the dynamic duo. We're going to hear from them a little bit later on in the program because we're going to do a little over-unders draft. That's right, little over-unders draft in the final hour of our program because it's the start of the NFL season. So we'll tell you what we think is going to happen with some of these teams throughout the course of 2023. With you till 9 o'clock, then you got Gordon and Larry the rest of the evening. So a lot of things that we have to squeeze into over the next two and a half hours. And remember, if you're just turning on the radio now, you're saying, wait, do they start the show early? Right? I thought they normally start at 7. No, we used to, but now... This is our third day. We start at 6.30. We go till 9 o'clock. So make a note of that. That is our new showtime here moving forward. And as always, you can get me on Twitter or X or whatever the kids are calling it these days, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. So we'll start with the football because I'm pumped up. All right, and we'll do enough on the Jets and the Giants a little bit later on in the program. I was out at Florham Park today in the locker room rubbing elbows with all the guys and doing our interviews for the pregame show on Monday. So, you know, we'll have some takeaways on what happened there. Aaron Rodgers spoke, and there was about 7 million media members there in cameras. And that's one of the things, like, look, it comes with the territory, and I know that the Jets are the flavor of the month, and hard knocks, and they're the national story. I mean, that's nothing new. That's not surprising. But just to see it up close and personal, where now, where it's a normal game week, and the day that the quarterback speaks, and they have this little kind of, like, makeshift podium thing set up in the middle of the jet locker room just to see the flood of cameras and every, I mean, people that you've never seen before that are all now flocking in. You know, they weren't here when the Jets were 2-14 and 14 a couple of years ago with Adam Gase, you know, when they were trying to find their way. They weren't here for that. But now, because this team is a Super Bowl contender and they got the superstar quarterback and there's a lot of other good players too, this is what it's going to be like all season long covering this football team. But, of course, we're going to cover it for you day in and day out because we're the home of the Jets here on 98.7 ESPN. But we'll save that for a little bit later. As with the Giants, Jordan Renan is going to join us coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. He, of course, covers the Giants for us here on ESPN. So we will do a thorough Big Blue preview week one against the Dallas Cowboys coming up Sunday night there at MetLife. But let's start with the game here tonight because, look, it's football and everybody's going to be into it. And Kansas City, even though they're the defending champs and they've got the emotion and the pageantry and they got the home crowd and the place is going to be rocking, I'm sure, they're going to be a little shorthanded tonight because no Chris Jones, who's still staying away from the team because he wants a contract, a new contract, a pay raise because he's one of the top defensive tackles in the NFL. I'll tell you something. Chris Jones, when he's right, when he's good, like on certain days, you can actually make a strong argument that he is the best defensive tackle 
in the NFL. And that includes the likes of Aaron Donald and Quinnen Williams and whoever else you want to throw into the equation. Like, Chris Jones could be that good and that much of a difference maker. So Kansas City certainly would be best advised to get him in that locker room and back in that building sooner rather than later. So no Chris Jones on the defensive side of things. And Travis Kelsey, who we talked about, remember, banging up his knee a couple of days ago in practice, well, he's not going to go tonight. They're going to hold him out. And normally when you lose two impact players like that, you say that, well, what's going to happen? There's no way that that team is going to be able to win. No chance. But this is the Chiefs we're talking about. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Though He's the best player in the league. Patrick Mahomes has won games and has thrived with a lot less at his disposal than even he's going to have at, you know, to work with this evening. You know, he still has enough there to pick you apart. You know, this team is still extremely, extremely dangerous. You know, and when you have that quarterback and you have that difference maker, that clearly could be the difference between winning and losing games and winning and losing games on a consistent basis. You know, you look to a guy like Sky Moore tonight, who was a second-round pick last year. How does he make that leap in year number two? Kadarius Tony, our old buddy from the Giants. He's going to be called upon a little bit more here today. You still got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who certainly has done some things in his career playing with Aaron Rodgers once upon a time with the Green Bay Packers. Get my guy Isaiah Pacheco from Rutgers involved a little bit more there in the run game. Kansas City is going to have enough to win this football game tonight, and I think that they will. You know, it's going to be probably a little bit more of a low-scoring affair. And, look, Detroit is – you talk about the Jets being the flavor of the month. That's kind of what the Detroit Lions are, too, over on the NFC side of things. Remember, they came this close last year to making the playoffs. And everybody expects them to take that next step. And they'll be – look, they'll be better. But I'm not going to sit here and go all in with two feet and think that the Lions suddenly have this thing figured out. Because at the end of the day, a cat can't hide his stripes. And I know that a lion doesn't have stripes, but you get the analogy that I'm trying to present to you, right? At the end of the day, they're still the Lions. This is still a franchise that has only won one playoff game in the Super Bowl era. Remember, the first Super Bowl was in January of 1967. It was a long, long time ago. Long time ago. They've won one playoff game since. So they're going to have to do a lot for me to be a firm believer that they got this thing figured out. I know that Jared Goff had himself a good year last year, right? I know that it's been like something like three, 400 pass attempts or whatever it is since he last threw an interception. Okay, I get all that stuff. I know they have a Monray St. Brown, big-time player at the wide receiver position. I'm curious to see what Jameer Gibbs is going to do. Jameer Gibbs, a running back, certainly, in this draft that was one of the more coveted backs. I, I, I think if memory serves, there was a team that is uh, a little bit close to this neck of the woods that had their eyes on a Jameer Gibbs and to maybe bringing him into their program. But unfortunately for them, the Alabama product was scooped up by the Detroit Lions. So he's a guy that's worth watching now. I think with the, with the Chiefs more than anything, it's not even about who's not playing. It's more who's playing. And in this case for them, it's these brand new offensive tackles that they have. That's what I'm curious to see, how they hold up. Donovan Smith is now your left tackle, member formerly of the Buccaneers. You got Jawan Taylor, who they signed, formerly of the Jaguars. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, it seems like he's had a revolving door at the tackle position for the last few years. That hasn't stopped him from producing, hasn't stopped him from winning Super Bowls, MVPs, whatever it is because he's the best football player in the league. But this Lions team has something to prove. You know, people are jumping on that bandwagon 
fiercely, thinking that they're going to be a difference maker. You know, they won eight of their last ten games last year to close out the season. That's great. That was last year. Doesn't mean anything. Jets won how many games last year to close out the year without even scoring a touchdown? Doesn't mean they're not going to score any touchdowns this year, or they're not going to be productive even as soon as week one rolls around. You throw all that stuff out the window. And the things you're hearing out of Detroit, believe it or not, I was talking to somebody today on the Jets. I'll, I'll, I'll leave him nameless to protect his identity. But he is really good friends with a member of the Detroit Lions. Really, really good friends. And he said that, among other things, Aiden Hutchinson, okay, he was first-round pick last year, has been an absolute beast so far in the summer, training camp, preseason, everything. And they think he is poised for a huge, huge season off the edge. If that's the case, you know what, then that means good things for the Lions because their defense was questionable at best last year. Questionable. So this will be a fun one tonight. I think I last saw the line was maybe Kansas City minus four. Is that what we have, Harv? Is that the last one we got? Minus four, probably? Or did it move with these injuries now to Kelsey and, and, and with Chris Jones not playing? Move to three and a half. Okay. Makes it a little bit more tricky. Three and a half. I think Kansas City wins the game tonight. But I think the Lions could actually cover that three and a half. I really think it's going to be a field goal game. I know it sounds like a cliche and a throwaway. I think it'll be a field goal game. But the Chiefs will find a way to win. You know why? Because since Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes joined forces and Mahomes took over for Alex Smith and became, you know, the guy, whatever year that was in 2018, if I'm not mistaken, you know what their record is at home? 40 and 9. 40 and 9. That's like winning. 80% of your home games. So I'll side with that number any day of the week. Like I said, we don't have to go too deep into the analytics and the data with this type of stuff, but 80% is 80%. And give me the guy that's the best player in the league in his building more often than not. So I think the Chiefs will win this one tonight to kick off the NFL season. And thank goodness We've got ourselves an NFL season. Enough talking about preseason and camp and what this team could do and that team could do. We only got to put up with this for a couple of more days. Tomorrow we're going to do a big football Friday show. We're going to give you our season predictions, going to do our week one predictions, all the Jets, all the Giants, everything you need to know. But I'm just glad it's here. And tonight, finally, we could sink our teeth into some real actual football. Yankees also have a game tonight. They're going to play the Tigers. They're going for a sweep. I know that. There's still some people that are holding out hope that the Yankees can maybe make a run, maybe can make this thing interesting. You know, the Rangers are in a free fall. That's one team that could be playing themselves out of the mix entirely in the American League. But still, Yankee schedule is going to be getting a little bit more difficult here over the next week or so. So I don't think you get a chance to fatten up on the likes of the Detroit Tigers, for example, moving forward over the next three weeks of the season. But that's another story for another time. Aaron Judge actually said something interesting, too, which we'll get to in just a little bit. But you know what? It's football. People are excited. People want to talk. Let's get to the phones. 800-919-3776. We will start it off tonight with our good buddy. He is Ira. He is in Staten Island. I know he'll be there. Guns are blazing on Monday night, raring to go. What's up, Ira? How are you? All good, all good. And I'm not even mind sitting in the rain if it happens to rain. The forecast looks a little shaky, but who is cares? Is it really? Are they I saying can't... rain now? 
Yeah, they say, you know, you know, the way it's been all summer, scattered thunderstorms, and then the sun's out. So, who, you know, who knows, you know. But uh, you know what? If it does, I'll be happy to wear the poncho, and who cares? Just I can't wait. But, you know, I, it, it, you, know you, you said it perfectly. You know, enough with the camp and the OTAs and all the offseason. It's time to break down a game. And, you know, I look at this matchup, and I know people may think I'm nuts, and I'm not, you know, disrespecting the Bills. I love the Jets' mat- matchup against the Bills. They played them well prior. They played them well with Zach Wilson. All right, no knock on Zach. All right, but when you sit down and look at this thing, the Jets know what to expect from the Bills for the most part, and they've played them tough the last couple of matchups. The Bills are flying you. blind, preparing for the Jets. They have no idea, except if they watch Hackett's game film when he was the offensive coordinator when uh, Rodgers was with Green Bay, that's all they could go by. So it's going to take them a half to adjust to what the Jets are doing. And I think it gives the Jets the upper hand, and I think they, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. And I think that the Jets have the upper hand strictly because of the coaching. Well, the, the thing that's interesting about this one, Ira, as far as Monday's concerned, yeah, you're right when you say that they really don't have a lot on film because Jets have a lot of new personnel in terms of the offense. It kind of works both ways, too. Because remember with the Bills, Leslie Frazier is no longer the defensive coordinator. Sean McDermott, the head coach, is now going to be calling the defensive signals. So I know that you have a lot of the same personnel. I'm sure the philosophies are a little bit the same, but they do have their different tendencies. So the Jets, I'm sure, are going to be getting a lot of those unscouted looks as far as Buffalo's defense is concerned that they're going to have to try to counter, if you know what I mean. No, I get it. But, I mean, I can't see McDermott trying to play – like coverage and trying to confuse Aaron Rodgers because, you know, chances are it's not going to happen for four quarters. He's going to figure them out. So I think there's going to be a heavy dose of blitzing, and hopefully the Jets will be prepared for it. And you know what? If they have to do max protect, you got Cook and you got Hall and you got Carter, you run the ball. And, and I just love the Jets' chances on Monday night. Ira, from your lips to God's ears, if you know what I'm saying, right? I, I get it. We'll enjoy it, and hopefully we'll talk after we win on a postgame. Absolutely. I appreciate the phone call, as always. I Boy, i got to monitor that forecast. Look, not that i got to be outside. I mean, I, I'm not exactly doing the heavy lifting. I mean, we're spoiled. We're in the coaches' club and, you know, press box. You know, I, I don't have to go outside. It's going to rain. That's right. If it rains, you know what? Maybe it'll be a victory dance you do in the rain. Oh, it's raining sideways. And by the way, like I said, I, 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 I don't want to tease it too much here, but – this pregame show on Monday before this Bills Jets contest, I, I mean, it, it, I, I don't even know if the Super Bowl pregame show that you watch on network TV each year has as much packed in that we have packed into the two hours on Monday night. Harvey, am I exaggerating or not? Or is this legit? I don't know anything, but going by your word, you're not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Not exaggerating. There's even another possible guest. That's going to be added to the pregame show. That's not even from the world of the NFL that I spoke with Harvey about about five minutes before the show, and that got you really excited, did it not? It did get my ears, my ears, my eyebrows up. Um, well, it got your ears up too. It's perky. This is like this is a red carpet style now. It it is red carpet style. They might actually have to put out a red carpet. So maybe tomorrow. How about that? Tomorrow on on the big football Friday show, we will unveil the confirmed guest list for the week one Jets countdown to kickoff, Bills extravaganza, Buttle myself, 
and a cast of thousands. That'll be tomorrow's big unveil. So you got to listen then. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. More of your phone calls. Remember, Jordan Renan a little bit later on in the New York football giants. We're going to do our over-unders draft to get you set on the right path here for the upcoming season. Oh, yeah. That's right. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Dan Grossa Show on 98.7 ESPN. Before we get back to the phones, like I said, Yankees playing here in just a couple against the Cats this evening in the Bronx. Rodon against Eduardo Rodriguez, a couple of lefties. Uh, Erod had himself a nice bounce back season for Detroit this year. I really thought that he was going to be traded. They were trying to trade him. They had a deal worked out with the Dodgers. And he said, nope, I'm staying. He got no trade clause. He'd rather stay in Detroit. Thought it was more important for his family than for him to be on the move. You know, whatever, teach his own. But he's now stuck in Detroit, and the Yankees are going to have to deal with him this evening. They try for the sweep. Interestingly enough, you know, as Yanks continue to pile up these victories, you know, they're within six and a half games of that last wild card spot. Six and a half games with 23 still to play. Not impossible, right? I mean, we've seen crazier things. Mets blew a seven-game lead with 17 to play in the National League East in 2007, right? So, I mean, like, th- these things can happen. But the schedule gets a little bit trickier, as I said, right? After Detroit, you got the first-place Milwaukee Brewers coming in this weekend. And you're going to have to deal with Corbin Burns on Sunday, right? And Milwaukee, I know that maybe they're not overly impressive, but they could pitch. And so the Yankees are going to have to deal with them. And then you go up to Boston for four games. You can't beat the Red Sox. They haven't beaten the Red Sox virtually all season long. 
You still got to play Toronto a couple of series. You got to play the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are still playing for something. So, look, if the Yankees could still actually still have a pulse in another week going into Pittsburgh, that would be something. But I'm not getting my hopes up for one. I still think that they have a road that is going to be way, way, way too daunting for them to make the postseason. And, look, they dug themselves too much of a hole throughout the summer, especially in the month of August when things got really, really dicey for this baseball team. But interestingly enough, Andy Martino of SNY caught up with Aaron Judge before the game today out at Yankee Stadium and, you know, wanted to get some information about, you know, the status of the manager moving forward. And, you know, should the Yankees make a change in the dugout, would Aaron Boone or Aaron Judge be somebody that if the ownership or front office goes to and says, hey, what do you think about Aaron Boone? Would Judge go on the record as saying, yeah, I think he should stay or he should go? And, and, and Judge said, quote, no, I've been with Booney all the way since 2018. He's the guy. He's been there for us in good times and bad times. The guy shows up and supports his players. So you got Aaron Judge, your most valuable player, the guy who makes the most money on your baseball team, going on the record, sticking his neck out, advocating for Aaron Boone to remain as the manager of the New York Yankees. Well, I mean, that's good for Judge, and maybe it's good for the locker room, but is it the best thing for the Yankees? And really, how much weight does that carry? Like, in the grand scheme of things, you know, if, if, if Brian Cashman has made up his mind that he wants to go ahead and change managers, and then he goes to ownership and offers his recommendation and says, you know what? I think it's time that we need a new voice. I think that things have maybe gotten a little bit stale with Aaron Boone. I think we'd benefit from having somebody else. Well, if that happens, and if that's already decided, talking to Aaron Judge ain't going to really mean anything. And it's not going to sway things one way or the other. They may go as, to judge as a courtesy and say, well, what do you think? But you can't let the players, even if it's your most important player, be the one to decide the makeup of the organization. But we'll see how this thing plays itself out. Like I said, is Boone responsible? Yes, everybody's had a hand in this horrible season. But is he number one or number two on the list? Why the Yankees have underachieved this year? The answer is no. Don't believe so. Here's Griffin in Connecticut. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Griff, how the heck are you, buddy? I'm good, Dan. How are you? Griff, I'm outstanding. If I was any better, I'd be you. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I have a question, Dan. Well, I hope I have an answer for you. Um, I did a separate bet for keys to go to the semis. Mm-hmm. So I already won $70. You're welcome, by the way. I have also have another bet for keys to win the whole thing. If she wins the whole thing, I get 460 bucks. Whoa! But if I cash out early, I can get 55 bucks. I'm thinking about not cashing out early and just riding this out. Griff, let me tell you something. When you throw these kind of crazy, exorbitant dollar figures out there, I, I, I'm a little nervous about some of the guys that you're associating with here. I mean, you sound like you're getting into some dealings here with some high rollers. Like, I don't want to hear a story about you in the back of a limousine, and then they just drive, and when they're turning around the corner, they throw you out the back door. I'm a little worried about you, Griff. Dan, Dan, I I, I don't do much betting. I, this, is the only, this is the only thing I've ever done. I haven't done a long one in a long time. Well, here's what I'll tell you. If you're asking my expert opinion as to how I think the semis are going to go tonight, how about this? Saturday, I I think it's evening. 
Saturday evening, Arthur Ashe Stadium, the two ladies that are going to be on either side of the net for the Women's Championship at the U.S. Open, they're both going to be American. What do you think about that? I, I actually, I love, I love Keys' chances tonight. I think, I think the way she's been playing, if her serve continues to do what she's been doing, her forehand looked well, and she's been good. And especially she has the home crowd at her favorite, too. She's, she it's looks a home the best game. I think I've seen her play. It's a home game. Now, look, she's playing the more difficult opponent. Sabalenka is going to be number one in the world, win, lose, or draw when the U.S. Open is over. So Sabalenka yep. finally got over the hump and won a Grand Slam down in Australia earlier this year. So she's got that out of her system. She's going to be a tough opponent. But like you said, the home crowd, like the way Keys is playing, I think Coco wins as well. I think you're looking at Coco, Madison Keys for the U.S. Open Championship coming up on Saturday. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like that because then that means I just need to have her beat Coco, and then that's going to be tougher. I don't know that's if she's going to be beat Coco. That's going to be tougher. Now, remember, Keys was in a Grand Slam final at the U.S. Open. Yep. She lost to Sloan a couple years ago. Coco was in a Slam final, but that was on clay at the French. And, look, that was her kind of welcome to Grand Slam tennis but, final moment. You know, she clearly Coco, was a little maybe overcome with the nerves and the stage. She'll have that. They'll both have that experience with them. That'll be a hell of a match, but Coco, they both got to get Coco there first. also didn't have Brad Gilbert. Now she that's does. True. I think that's the best thing for Coco because Brad Gilbert has felt Coco – more confident and now Coco's more confident and this is why this is the best I think I've seen Coco play either so you're right it, about it, should, that. See, it should be really good final with those two meet up Griff knows his tennis BG in the coach's box now kind of double dipping doing the analyst stuff on ESPN coaching Coco wearing a couple of hats nothing like it Griff good luck with the uh the wagers my friend and uh, I'll talk to you soon all right buddy okay Dan all right there's our pal Griffin in Connecticut he's, he's hooked on the tennis now you know, you know what it was just the Yankees that consumed him. Now we got him hooked on the tennis. But, yeah, he okay. called last week, and he wanted a little uh, friendly advice, somebody to take a flyer on to go deep in the tournament. I told him Madison Keys, boom. She's one win away from the finals. How about that? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.